0: Hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome to season two. If you live in the States, you know that the buzz for the past few weeks has been about the election. And you know that I love intertwining current events with science and making the two a lot more relatable. So today we are chatting all about a broader topic that can be tied back to the political and social climates in our country. As a disclaimer, this episode was written well before Election Day, so regardless of the outcome, please remember that this is not in reference to either side winning, if we even have an answer by the time this episode rolls out. We're only referring to the election as a practical application of the ideas that we're about to talk about. And look, I'm no therapist, but becoming comfortable with uncertainty is something that we've all had to grow into, yeah? So that's why I think that today's dialogue will be extremely important in understanding uncertainty and the anxiety that tends to come with it. Last time that you were highly uncertain of something to the point that it made you uncomfortable. How did it make you feel? Sick? Anxious? Maybe scared? If you think all the way back to March, you might remember this thing called COVID, which a lot of people thought would actually go away in the next six months. And here we are with the pandemic progressing in waves eight months later. Back then, a lot of us didn't know if we would ever go back to work or if life would ever be normal again. Uncertainty is something that we all deal with, and I think 2020 has really shown us that it really can affect us all in different ways, maybe, but it still can affect us all. This year, I've really been working on becoming comfortable with the uncertain, especially because a lot of it in my personal life has been tied to my future education, career, friendships, a huge move, and so on. If there's one thing that I've learned, It's that it's normal, absolutely normal, to feel anxious about the future, regardless of what anyone tells you. From a scientific standpoint, there's one key phenomenon that really stands out. Fight or flight. Red flags! Our heart rates go up, our eyes dilate, and we go into survival mode when the unexpected makes an appearance. We become wary and cautiously make decisions, and our emotions can make us act super impulsively. But I'm here to tell you that whether it's after a layoff, a breakup, or a major life event not going as planned, it's natural to feel that way. So what's the solution? Well, there isn't a clear answer, but from previous experience, something that has really helped me has been focusing on what I can control. And remember, I'm no therapist, I'm just speaking from experience. A close friend of mine recently reminded me a few months ago that while we can't control certain things that are out of our hands we can control our responses to it to some extent. Putting things into perspective definitely helps. Whenever our sympathetic fight-or-flight response is activated, we tend to become more receptive to emotional stimuli. We've all reacted to something emotionally at some point, and it's not always a bad thing, but when we let our emotions overtake our level-headed thinking, it can be a lot. And it not only affects us, but also other people in our lives, especially if we're projecting our emotions and our stress onto other people. That's why it's so important to consider things relatively and especially put into perspective how they affect one another. Another thing that really helped me has been downplaying the negative voice in my head. Whenever things don't go according to plan and they become more uncertain, it's quite easy to feel like there's a cloud looming over your head, but taking a step back and giving yourself credit for what you can do can work wonders. I know a lot of times we can be so hard on ourselves and think, well, if only I hadn't done that, then I wouldn't be in this situation right now. Maybe if I hadn't done that, I would have had clarity as far as what my future looked like or what the next step in achieving a certain goal would look like. Coming back to the election, anxiety is completely valid. It's four whole years we're talking about, especially for the presidential candidates at least. Now, my friends at Good 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 Co. (laughs) shared a few tips to alleviate anxiety. And I'm going to go ahead and link those below for you guys to check out if you're interested. The key points that stood out to me were getting enough sleep and exercise practicing deep breathing exercises and my absolute favorite turning off your phone and or the notifications putting your phone on do not disturb if you feel like it's constantly blowing up with your friends texting you about the election or whatever is going on in your life put those away and kind of get your mind off of things and one thing that i want to add too is having a ritual that you can use not just for big events like this but also whenever you just deal with stress in life in general Find that one thing that works for you, whether it's triangle breathing or going for a run, some kind of exercise, cooking, doing something for yourself, whatever it is, there has to be something that can help you get your mind off of things. To sum it up, being anxious about certain things in life is normal, but dealing with the reality of what's under our control can be extremely beneficial in the long run. I hope that our conversation today can alleviate some of your stress, whether it's tied to the election or not. Thanks so much for joining me right here for our brand new launch. I will see you at the same time next week for another lovely chat. Have a great week.